Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Star vs. the Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. April Collins. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hola. Uh, today, Michelle, April, Alex, and I have a, a very important uh, Star vs. the Force of Evil topic to get into. Uh, Super important. Uh, it's very important. We are in the uh, throes of the star off-season, and we're all very uh, bored awaiting season 3B. And uh, I have decided that the most important thing to discuss is Marco's harem right now. So uh, this is uh, – <laughs> let me introduce this a topic. harem, huh? Yeah, there you go. It's a harem. It's yeah. a harem. Yeah, we were talking about it's the pronunciation harem. before. But um, so uh, I, I, many people have noticed uh, this, uh, this phenomenon that uh, every character on the show seems to increasingly be showing affection towards Marco. And uh, there, this has been frequently memed about, and uh, we need to seriously break this down in a 100% analytical and serious discussion like we always have on this podcast. And so we are going to talk about uh, all of these uh, people. Uh, we're going to go through like every character on the show. Do they show affection towards Marco? Is this romantic? Uh, is there roman- romance potential here between Marco and this person on both side, on either side? And uh, just generally discuss why everyone seems to be so thirsty for Marco. So uh, <laughs> that's that's the topic. Such a shame. Such a shame. Okay, well, okay, we'll get the Look, takes we're on this. All thirsty for Marco. Let's yeah. <laughs> speak for yourself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right as uh, we're about to record this, uh, Disney XD tweeted, uh, "When should we announce the mid-season premiere date? Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, next week, or never?" So uh, probably when you're listening to this, we'll already have the three uh, B premiere date. But as we're recording, they just put out that stupid tweet, the announcement of the announcement tweet. So uh, we don't have that yet. But yeah. It looks like we're going to be getting 3B, I assume, in like March or April. So, hooray. This is a good uh, way to get your appetite ready for more yeah, Star Wars. Exactly. You can yeah. come back at us and tell us we were right. <laughs> what are we predicting in this? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're predicting who's going to end up with Marco. Yeah. 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 So Did when you forget what this podcast is about? <laughs> I don't know if that's really what it We'll see what it's about. It's kind of uh, it's kind of up in the air what we're, <laughs> what we're going to get to. But, uh, so this is, uh, yeah, in 3B... When uh, Eclipse and Marco is canon, then we'll you'll be like we predicted it. So, so come back later. But, Overly animated called it. Yeah, we called it. <laughs> um, but yeah, find out about us at overlyanimated.com. We talk about every new episode of Star. Occasionally have some other discussions as well, like this one. So uh, search Overly Animated Star vs. the Force of Evil on iTunes, or uh, find us at overlyanimated.com/slash/youtube. I think that works. Or find our YouTube link on our website. Subscribe to not miss all of our Star podcasts because when season three B does come back, we'll be covering every episode. Like always. So uh, let's we have this important topic to get into. Also, I want to say make sure you check out the art, the Photoshop job that I did for this podcast. Uh, It's very important. (laughs) The uh, image that's associated with really good. Yeah, I'm a Photoshop master. And I spent like five hours on this. So you can see Hecapoo straddling Jana. You can see. Why is that the highlight? It's not the highlight of it. 
eclipses the size of a potato. Yeah. Great stuff. Oh my yeah. god, she is <laughs> She's floating. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's let's get into this topic. So I want to hear from everyone. And uh, do you agree? Here's the here's the around the horn question. Do you agree with my characterization that? And really, this is not my characterization. This is the fandom's characterization. I'm just listening to the people here. That everyone has been thirsty for Marco recently on Star. And uh, what do you attribute that to, Michelle? No, I don't think they're all thirsty for Marco. Why not? But Why? Well, well, how could you say uh, such a thing? Well, because we've had lots of evidence for some characters definitely not being into him that way for a variety of reasons. I mean, it depends on the character their reasons, but absolutely not. I think, you know, I can understand the fandom wanting this to be real, but that's a different matter entirely. So you think this is shipping goggles from the from the fandom? For some of it, yeah. Some of it, it's like valid, but some of it's absolutely. I, I see the names you put on this to talk about. I know some of it's pretty <laughs> cranky, but some of it has some weight. So we'll get into it. These are all one hundred percent serious romance pairings with Marco. So uh, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, April, what, <laughs> what what do you think about this? Um. You know, I think that not a, lo- a lot of people are showing interest, but more have been recently, which can lead people astray, you know. But uh, if I had to, you know, give it up to anything, it's probably Marco's sweet new cape. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> you repelling people, it's actually attracting them. <laughs> yeah, they're like, whoa, I heard Marco has a cape now. Like, that's pretty cool. So, uh so, yeah, I mean, not everyone has, like, picked up the cape thing, um, but those who have are, they're they're into it for sure, and that's that's my report as of right now, so. Mm, I like this theory that the cape is what's causing the uh, the, the thirstiness. Okay, that, that's a good, that's good. I want more of that. So, uh, Alex, what do you, what do you, do you agree with that theory? Well, here's my take. I, I think I agree more with Michelle that I don't think it's the, the ladies of the show being thirsty for Marco. However, I, I've noticed that I think Marco's being thirstier for female companionship. Mm. Since since, Star, since Starco has not made itself apparent, apparent yet, or like not open. So he's being more... Com- also in this show, we've seen Marco gain confidence. In season one, he was, you know, the safe kid. He had to be like coerced into doing certain things by Star. But by now, by season three, he, he's gotten a bit bigger of an ego, which has resulted in more uh, tension between Star and Marco. And so that's resulted in exchanges between like Janna or Hecapu, where it's Marco who's initiating these exchanges and, and the other female characters have to respond to Marco in, in some fashion. So I think that the shipping may have increased, but more on, on the fault of Marco rather than the female characters having any initial interest in him. Yeah. I feel like you're identifying a separate that. phenomenon here, Alex. These are we, we have that's a separate podcast. <laughs> this uh, Marcos, <laughs> Marcos, no, we though. Yeah, no. One of my questions is uh, is this uh, there on Marco's side as well? So I think that's a valid point. But I, I look, I'm going to stick up for the premise here. I'm not the one who originated <laughs> this uh, this meme, but uh, I think I have a list of uh, what like six main contenders, and I think all yep. of them have been thirsty mm-hmm. for Marco. All six. So like. 
I think you guys are wrong. It's every character on the show. I don't know why <laughs> this is Marco's harem now. And I also think several of our less serious contenders uh, have also <laughs> been very interested in Marco. Oh, mm. And uh, look, I'm not sure. claiming that all of this is romantic, but clearly Marco is the center of a lot of attention on the show. And it's not just female, because uh, we're definitely going to get into Tom. And uh, this is, uh, you know, I, I, ever, everyone wants a piece of Marco. That's what we're saying here. It's Marco versus... His growing harem. <laughs> Marco versus the forces of hormones. Is that? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Is that the new show? Or something. I, so as the uh, the fake art, art for this, uh, I put I Photoshop putting Marco instead of Star in the lead. And um, it's it's appropriate for our discussion topic, but I've seen people do stuff like that, and I kind of hate it because I don't like saying that Marco is the main character of the show. Um, and I think the show is less good when it doesn't focus primarily on Star. This is too serious of a topic for us to get into more, for more than two minutes, but um, I think it should be noted that uh, this is maybe our, our our topic here is maybe indicative of the show's uh in- primary spotlight changing to marco do we think that that's uh a thing uh michelle what do you think like in the show in general do you think the show has been focusing more on marco than star in like season three sure yeah. um i mm, i wouldn't say that because we do have a few episodes where marco's like not even really in them but he definitely, like, I feel like he, his character is undergoing a certain amount of development that forces him to have, like, more going on than we're used to, especially in the first season. But I don't think he has, like, more time than her. It might be more noticeable when he's, yeah. like, around, but I don't think he has more time than her in terms of, like, story. Mm-hmm. Alex? Uh, uh, I'm just going to come out and just disagree totally with that premise. I feel like the show <laughs> okay. has gone even more towards Star than it, it used to be that it was a Star and Marco show, right? But then we mm-hmm. did the separation where Star went to Muni, Marco went to uh, stayed on Earth. And hey, what do you know? We had almost like seven, seven of the first eight episodes of the season where Marco didn't show up or barely did anything. And even now that Marco has moved to Muni, I still feel that almost all of the episodes, the Star is the main character. Uh, Marco like it's just tagging along at this point so i I think actually this season has done more of making him a sidekick as opposed to previous seasons where they were uh, doing better portraying them more as equals Mm -hmm. um so i I think i agree with you that we've uh the show has made star the main character in more episodes but i think that this what i'm trying to get at here is that's something we've talked a lot about in this podcast right now the show is inside marco's head and we've not really gotten inside star's head and this is something that uh we've talked about that uh this is like the current iteration of starco that we're having like marco realizes his feelings for star star's what Star thinks about Marco, what Star thinks about Tom, it's been very opaque. Like uh, this Tomco that we've gotten has not really been explained from Star's perspective. So while Star may be on screen more, I do think that uh, we've been getting Marco's perspective more, maybe. I was going to say that maybe that it's not, I mean, Star is still obviously the main character of the show, but I think that Marco, like when Marco is featured, his, I guess, features are more, mm, I guess they're more developed, if if that's the right word to say, Mm -hmm. because we're like, it's more so like what he's feeling, what he's thinking versus like, he's just there with Star kind of thing. Whereas before it was like, here's Star and her sidekick Marco. But as we've sort of been progressing, like we're still getting a lot more of those like Marco moments. 
where we're like developing more into his character like you know like the what is it the lava lake beach or whatever episode Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um like they're on the beach there but like star is there and she's still like a main character but it's like marco's episode so like lava lake beach is the primary example yeah yeah like stars there she's you know we're still like interacting with her but like her interactions didn't mean as much as like marco's if that makes sense right. yeah uh, i would agree with that like season three we're as viewers were like way more invested in marco's struggle yeah um than we have been in marco before and season two was a lot about star struggle and seeing everything from her perspective. And now yeah. it's kind of flipped a bit. I, yeah, yeah I do notice that. I agree. Two, two, uh, B, two B was star's perspective. Three, three A was more Marco's perspective. I don't think it's going to stay that way forever. Yeah. And I definitely think it's important in this discussion to separate the, the story of the show versus the relationships of the show. I, how I, how I dare I, you I, say that the relationship no, no, was important? No, no, it, it's fair. I, I'm, I'm definitely agreeing with you that with Mar- Marco, we have done more on that side of things, like see, seeing how he's dealing with relationship tension of the Star-Tom relationship. And it's working as a mirror of, of what we had with Star, her perspective on the Marco-Jackie relationship, since we never saw that either, really. So in, in that sense, we are getting more focus on there. But I guess when you said like what the shit was focusing on, like when I hear that, I think story and story star is the only one who's been involved in that. Marco yeah, you, has, you think has star, had, you think you're thinking like Starfari and episodes like that. Yeah. Um, and like monster monster bash was yeah. a big star yeah, that's character fair. episode. But like it just to, if we're sticking to the shipping side of the show, then yes, Marco's more important, which is, as we all know, the only side that matters. Um, of course. Okay. If you, if you were to, if, if Reddit Wait. tells me anything, then that's, you know, but, uh, it, <laughs> I, I do think we got the Marco squad storyline which is very marco's perspective i don't think it's been just star on plot it's like the plot that matters that we care about has been star so i think that but yeah anyway um i i think i think 3b will shift us back into star's head a little bit more which is uh something that was maybe lacking from 3a okay but there's your five minutes of serious discussion now let's get back into uh the more important uh going through every character and here's the questions we're going to be answering it's okay. uh is the is uh is there anything there romantically uh from either side both sides uh what are some what are some of our more notable interactions um and i think i'm not going to start with star because that is the too easy <laughs> uh, i think let's start with um maybe let's start with jackie as we transition from the past to the, to the present uh, because it's possible we've uh-huh. seen the last jackie episode ever and uh, I don't know. I don't know what the current thinking of. as at the time we thought, yeah, that might be her and her farewell. I don't know if that shifted or not. But um, in uh, in season three, a it seems like uh, we we wrote off Earth. We potentially wrote off Jackie. Jackie and Marco broke up. But uh, this is a clear yes. There was something there on both sides because uh, they mm-hmm. were dating. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, mi- yeah. Michelle, do you think uh, does Jackie? Is there any future of hope for Jackie and Marco? Does she still like Marco? She might still like Marco, but that's not, I mean, that's, doesn't matter because she broke up with him when she realized that he was in the star and star was always, like, which is going to be a very common thread, you know, with these characters. <laughs> she realized star was never going to not be in his life and she didn't, she didn't want to get between that. And so she peaced out, which is like the very mature thing to yeah. do. So, like, yeah, maybe she selects him, but she doesn't, like, think it's going to work out later at this point. Yeah, that, that, I agree it was very mature. But uh, what what if Marco gets over 
uh, star. Then, uh, April, do you think that there could be a uh, Jarko reunion? There could be a Jarko reunion, but I, I think I also agree that Jackie respects herself enough to not mm-hmm. take Marco back because she's not taking leftovers. No, she's like, no, no, you had your chance with me and you left that. So, like, I respect Jackie for that decision that she hasn't yet made. So, <laughs> but I don't think that there's a potential for them to get back together. Like, no if there potential. was it, no potential, Jackie's a catch. You'd probably hook up with somebody else before she's like, if Marco made that decision, she'd be hooked up with somebody else by then, I bet. Yeah, someone better. Mm-hmm. Better than Marco. Oh, who my knows what they have when they have it. Marco is the this, star look, of this podcast. This guy doesn't just like own that. one cape. He probably owns like two. <laughs> isn't that a positive? Or isn't that like a, isn't that like a... Jackie broke up with Marco because of the cape. Yep, maybe that yeah. was it. He only had one. <laughs> Alex, please give us some hope for Jarko here. Look, Jackie and Marco, they, they had their moments where it looked like it would work out. But... Just the sophomore slump is just like an insight into where Marco is as a character right now, where he's just total, like putting on the blinders and focused on one thing without being able to focus on what's in front of him. That that's pretty much his character right now. So like uh, right right now, I don't think there's a chance for for Jackie and Marco. But if there was a future where Star, like, you know, I don't know, married Tom or something, let's say. They're dating uh, right now. Exactly. So, like, let's say that, well, Marco is holding out hope maybe that they're breaking up or something. But let's say that Star and Tom are, like, permanent. Then I do think there would be a moment where Marco would be able to break uh, break from that and be able to dedicate the attention that Jackie needs. Because uh, Jackie is well aware, like at the beginning of sophomore slump, like she makes it very well aware, like you haven't even asked about me about my summer at all. Mm-hmm. And like, but she says it in a very mature way, like, you know, like, hey, Marco, do you notice something's wrong here? So like, J- Jackie's a, a very smart girl. And I, I think that she, whatever she chooses, she, it's going to work out for her. And she has her emotional stability first in mind. So I, I wish the best for Jackie, but uh, right right now with Marco, I, I don't think it's going to work just based on how we saw Marco treating Jackie in the few episodes we had of them. Quickly, yeah. quickly, Alex, will we ever see Jackie again? Yes or no? Yes. What? That's. I feel like that's not what we said uh, a while ago, but... Uh, I'm coming around to us not being on Muni permanently. I I think that there is a future where we go back to Earth for some reason and we'll see the characters again. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. What about Um, Marco's parents? I know it's mm -hmm. off topic, but... They're they're done. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we should have thrown them on this outline. They do love Marco, Oh, my God, no. No, They are married. Leave them out of this. This is is a shipping podcast. (laughs) This is not just romantic love. All types of love for Marco. That's what we're talking about here. Including parental love, so they're they're on the list in spirit. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, Jarko will be canon in season seven after Marco breaks <laughs> up with Kelly, after Starco happens, then they break up, and then Tomco happens, then they break up. Then Marco will get back together with Jackie. Okay, that's what's happening. He has to go through so many heartbreaks before he, he finds his way back to his yeah, true so love. Much yeah, much more mature than him, so he has to learn. And oh grow no! What if it's something terrible where he's like, he's like, I truly am the safe kid. I will go back to Jackie now. Like that would be terrible. Jackie <laughs> Actually, is not. Yeah, maybe they just. 
Yeah. Okay. It's 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 Jarko shippers. There is uh, no. There's no hope. I'm sorry, but okay. Let's let's talk. Uh... Well, look. Let's, <laughs> let's let's all, all, all the Jarko shippers are shippers of that because they like Jackie. I don't think it's any more because of the relationship between Jackie and Marco. It's just that we want Jackie to be a meaningful character because there was potential there. Yeah. So, I think that, that's that, some of them, but not. That, I I think that's the majority of them at this point. I would like, hope so. <laughs> But, you know, I'm not so sure. Okay, so, yeah, we like to see Jackie in, in uh, a non-Jarko capacity, uh, but not, not probably not 3B. Anyway, uh, here, let's talk, the, we go from the old, the old uh, news to the new hotness here for, in terms of Marco, which is Kelly. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, April, you're into this. <laughs> I, I think I have the three biggest Kelly fans in the world here, so I think <laughs> I think that might be true. Not, uh, but that doesn't mean you ship Kelly and Marco. Which, um, yeah, Alex, take us through all of the Kelly Kelco uh, evidence that we've gotten. They were dancing together. Yeah, well, the well, Lava Lake Beach is obviously the foundation of our thesis here on the Kelco <laughs> on the Kelco well, ship. Thesis uh, and everything about this. <laughs> uh, like, well, Ma- Marco takes it upon himself to find Kelly. He's the only one who cares. Was Tom and Star busy in their own business? So she go. He goes. He g- gives her a hug as she's crying, and, and she hold he he holds her face up tenderly as, as her yeah. tears are running down her face. And the, eventually Kelly gets comfortable with him, right? He gets, starts doing a little bit of puns and whatnot. And, of course, you have the, the beautiful segment at the end where they're watching the soul rise. And they have this sweater wrapped up over each other. Uh, e- even, like, referring to Tom and Star about watching the soul rise, they haven't earned it. But that implies we ha- we've earned it. So, you know, like, that they're, they're, they're kin in that, right? That they've bro- broke their separated from the person that they loved for a long time and that they're like using each other as a rebound so you know that this isn't going to last very well but it's going to be a sweet ride until then (laughs) uh, oh i think you might be uh, projecting a little there uh, i feel like this is what the show is saying but But, and so uh, besides lava lake beach you've only had little bits and pieces like you have uh, them dancing together in monster bash like kelly comes up to her hey marco want to dance and like sure whatever and we'll, we'll dance and then the same thing uh, in Stump Day, they they dance at the end, and there's also a brief exchange between Kelly and Jana, where uh, uh, um, Jana says like, "Are you just mad? Marco's fighting Tom over Star instead of you." And Kelly is defensive, so you're like, "Oh, okay, well, they're, they're, she she knows something's up." So that that is the entirety of the Kelco ship. Look, that's a Look, lot. It's a lot of stuff. Um, I think More you got the timeline here. wrong, though. I think Whoa. it started all the way back in Goblin Dogs. Because wow. when they were waiting in line, Marco was like the only person to talk to Kelly. That's and though true. she didn't respond back, I mean, that began their beautiful, beautiful love. Also, with that, we should know that Ponyhead is the one who pushes Marco to talk to Kelly. That's so that means that mm-hmm. Ponyhead is the matchmaker of the best ship. She really is. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I mean, I think Ponyhead's anti Starco, so this would make sense. To, that, to do. I, that does make oh, a lot of sense. That's yeah. interesting. I hadn't thought of that. I think, yeah, I think Pony has been. Cl- well, that's kind of the intro to her character. She's, she's anti. All along. Yeah, we'll, I was- we'll get to that when we get to Ponyhead. But- <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, no, not in. Okay, yeah. Well, maybe a different perspective with Ponyhead later. But um, yeah, April, uh, Kelco, are they dating or hashtag just friends? Um, I think until they have. I think 
between the two of them, they're mature enough to have that conversation. Right now, they're just friends, but they're toying with that idea of being together. And they're totally going to get together because he likes her. She likes him. Also, Marco's kind of stubborn, and he's he feels like he just has a lot to prove. And so I feel like he's like, I can prove to you know, Kelly and to everyone that I'm not hung up on star. So I'm going to date Kelly because Kelly's cool. True life. Um, but also, <laughs> and then once he's with her, he'll just realize that he's happy with her and they'll be together. Oh, wow. It's going all the way. Okay. Why not? <laughs> it's good. This is the true OTP. Apparently Michelle. Uh... Well, I have a lot of those, but <laughs> <laughs> no one, only one true fairy. No, life's short. Have <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> all, it's in the name. Thank you. I will have as many as I want. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how many. We'll track the OTPs here. Michelle, dating or just friends? Oh my god. Okay, so I I get the whole Kelly being into Marco because he was a nice boy, but like I don't think Marco's aware of what he did. I think he he very much sees Kelly as a friend, and which is nice of her because that's the the decent thing to do when your friend is sad. And I, I think Kelly probably has developed a bit of a crush on him, but I think it's totally one-sided because Marco's just too oblivious to everyone in that department except for Star, I think, honestly. Hmm. It's not Kelly's fault, but like I don't think Marco realizes Kelly has a crush on him at all. I I think I well that that might be true, but I I think Marco thinks he's into Kelly right now. What based yeah. on what though? Based on him like being happy around her and stuff like. But he's uh, like they're friends. Your friends should make you happy. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, agree. Change that automatically. My read on Marco don't always make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a My read on Marco, based off the te- the five frames we've gotten of him reacting to Kelly, is that uh, he do- he thinks he likes her. Like he thinks this is oh this is a great situation. This I get over star uh, Kelly. Yeah. Anything like that though. Look, there's not a lot to base anything on, so I'm just, I'm just. This if is... we can have a whole like hour long podcast about Kelly based off like six seconds of her, we, we did that. We can defend to the death, Kelco. <laughs> I, I, and look, with, with, the, with the episode, with the episodes where Kelly exists, the Star pairs off with Tom. Marco pairs off with Kelly. It's like it's just kind of like mm-hmm. the par- the parallels are there, and like Marco never goes off with. If Kelly is in there, he never goes with anybody else. Like that. That's a telltale sign. She's like the only you're, other friend you, there. Everybody else from the beginning. He, he could dance with Jana. Yeah, that's true. He knows Jana. That's that's not a realistic option. But what's Jana, what is, look, is, I have things to say about Jana. <laughs> okay, we, I think the show is is presenting Marco and Kelly as a thing, like uh, in whatever capacity. I think they're presenting it as the Starco rebound ship. Like I think they, I don't think it's a legitimate thing. I don't think it's gonna be here for a while. But um, like, there's a reason we're showing them dancing together. I think yeah. it has potential, but I don't think Marco has like realized it's even an option. To be honest, I'm not saying it couldn't be, but I don't think he's thought about it as much as Kelly well, has. At the very least, Marco's, I think Marco's thinking, oh, it's nice to be hanging out with Kelly and it makes me forget yeah. my sadness about Star. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and but that's the thing. Regardless whether that's like platonic or romantic, I do think mm-hmm. ultimately the thing is that um, Marco doesn't really like love her, like in that it's uh, that's going to come up. It's like, oh, I don't actually it's- like you. It's just a distraction from Star. Well, it's almost like they're kind of doing like a, like a, because you know how, like, at the beginning of Starco, um, 
Like, everything was super platonic, like, they're friends, that kind of thing. It's almost kind of like we're getting that with Marco and Kelly, too. So it's like they're doing what they started to do with Star and Marco, and they're just doing it with Kelly and Marco now. And and I definitely think that there's a thing here where uh, Marco's coming out of a relationship with Jackie where they very much defined that relationship as boyfriend-girlfriend. And Marco felt some kind of pressure there all the time whenever he was around Jackie to, like, keep up that that sort of uh, title, so to speak. So the fact that he's coming out of it and now he's going back to the whole, like, I don't want to define this relationship. Like, let's just be friends. Let's not add pressure to this. Like, it is a a logical step for somebody to take, especially if you're as insecure as Marco and you don't want to lock yourself in that whole boyfriend-girlfriend dynamic because you end up uh, pressuring yourself into just... Do like it, how Marco just failed with Jackie. He, I, I assume that he doesn't want to just go over the same exact cycle with Kelly. Yeah, I don't know if Marco's thinking about it that much, but that's interesting. I don't think Marco's thinking about it that much, but like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Alex. I agree. Yes, I good, agree as well. Good analysis from the number one Kelco shipper in the yeah. world. So, um, so at the, but can we all agree that there's something on Kelly's side? Yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. Yes. Okay, so uh, just keeping track because we're two for two on uh, these people liking Marco now. So now, I, I do want to say, well, while, while Kelly's the one with the attention, I do think Kelly's the one who's going to be breaking this off. I don't think it's going to be Marco. Yeah, uh, oh, she yeah. might break it off before he realizes it was an option. Yeah, once, once Kelly realizes <laughs> it's not healthy for her, yeah. you know, I think she's so. like, "No, bye." <laughs> when she gets back together with Tad, the true OTP of the show, then uh, uh, is that when your OTPs April? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Yay. we'll talk about it. We might talk about Tad. Okay, so let's get into Jana. Um, yes. <laughs> Jana and Marco. Uh, I don't know if I have specific examples, but Jana's always teased Marco mm-hmm. uh, ever since she started being a character, I guess, late in season one. And uh, she uh, probably has a crush on Marco. April, what do you think? Oh, I mm. totally think that. You know how, like, when you're five and you pick on the people that you like? <laughs> Like, Jana never grew out of that. So <laughs> so she just continues to sort of pick on him until, you know, he, I guess, notices her. And then she's going to make her move for sure. Oh, going to make her move. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Happening. But also, like, Jana's the opposite of Marco. So opposites attract. So uh, she could be the opposite of him in other ways, too. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, get into that. <laughs> I I have always like thought Jana was like super gay. So I just like don't see oh, I think the reason she makes fun of Marco is because like who wouldn't want to make fun of Marco? He's so easy to make fun of. That's yeah, just a fun thing cape? to do. <laughs> yeah, you see that cape? Like, why wouldn't you? I, I don't think there's anything romantic there from Jana. Really? I think Nothing you... would, but I think she's too gay for that nonsense. You, never in the series you thought it was romantic feelings from Jan. No. Interesting. Alex, where do you stand on this? I uh, with April said something about like uh, Jan is waiting for her moment to make her move. But we just had a recent episode deep dive where Jana and Marco were alone together. She Marco tried she's Yeah, Marco t- tried to start <laughs> it up like, "Hey, we haven't hung out alone in a while." And Jan's like, "No, <laughs> just hypnotize <laughs> out." So like she's I She's freezing him the- out. That's yeah, the new that, thing, right? <laughs> no, that, 
Uh, I don't want to get into the advanced flirting tactics here. But just on a superficial level, that means Jana's not interested in going down that road with Marco. In, in fact, I think that Jana and Star have more of an exactly. attraction than Jana and Marco. Jana Look, none of us are going to argue against the Jans. Yeah, no, that's a separate they, thing. Or do anything, but I think yeah, Jana has uh-huh. way more chemistry with Star. Alex, are you saying like, Jana is negging Marco? Is that that her move? Well, yeah, Jenna's just ignoring Marco when it comes to that side, and he only yeah. it, she only uh, interacts with Marco to mess with him, like to steal his social security number or just yeah. show up in the bathroom, <laughs> like just, uh, just so like great. just just to cause him discomfort. That's her own. She's a sadist. She she likes to cause <laughs> pain to Marco. That, yeah, but awful. but she she causes him pain because she at least like likes him as a person. She, yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't she's even, not doing it to even everyone. if you yeah even if you don't read it romantically, it's still because she likes him as a human being. Like that's yeah. why she's doing it playfully. But I wonder if it's just she likes him because she, uh, he's a friends with Star. I mean, that could be it. Yeah, yeah she's, well, she's been picking on him forever for like a long time though, hasn't she? Like before well, Star. That's definitely possible. Although obviously the show starts with Star showing up, so we haven't really seen what it was like before. Star showed up, but it could also be possible. Jenna's never really had any guy friends, and she thinks this is just how you relate to a guy. You just make fun of them all the time. Or she's I... never really liked anyone, and she doesn't know how to process those feelings, yeah. so she just takes it out by picking on him all the time. Don't we all do that? <laughs> Look, I'm I all about all about uh, gay Jenna and Jan Star, but I think the perspective of the show, and the show has been pretty straight throughout its entire run is that uh this is the displaying the kid who teases the other kid because they like them like i think that's how it started whether it's still that or not um i i I'm, that's my pretty firm read on what the Thank show is you, trying Colin. to display there yeah. Thank you. <laughs> not like, I, it. Not saying I don't. Yeah, I, I like agree with this as a depiction. You do bisexual. really like. Do, well, yeah, one yes, but do you really think this show has that in it? The show has not made any yes, effort sure. to have. Well, are we forgetting all the the gay smooches that happened? Yeah, in there was a there's a yeah. v- one frame I, background I gay kiss. There's, there's yeah. no. I mean, there's been no gay main or side characters on the show. You know that so. we know of. I think the more realistic thing is just Jana never having a, a relationship in that way on the show. Like she's just always going to yeah, be the the person I who messes so. with everybody. Exactly. At the very least, at the at its core, me. yeah, I don't think Jana's going to be with anyone except for maybe Tom if they want to go down that road. But um, <laughs> it's a separate ship. At its at its core, the dynamic is Jana teases Marco in a playful way as friends and potentially uh, flirting, but. Um, there's at least affection there in whatever form. I, like none of us are arguing that Jenna hates Marco, right? No, no. Yeah, hates too strong. Okay, hates too strong. I th- I think this is three for three romantically. At the very least, there's yeah. some sort of uh, affection. Anyway, the uh, the one know. the one thing I can say to support this, like uh, also in the same episode deep dive, I think like Jenna is blowing in Marco's ear or something. Well, uh, I, literally. Is, is that a- yeah, Isn't that a thing like boyfriends and girlfriends do? They like yes. blow, blow, blow in each other's ears. Is that what the kids are doing these days? Um, literally, all of Deep Dive is Jana flirting with Marco. So I had a completely different read on that episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the entire episode. It's like in a, anyway. Uh, let's talk. Uh, not saying I'm into the Jana Marco ship. I'm not. But this is this is just my objective read on. Anyway, uh, I don't think they're going to do anything with it. But uh, maybe like Marco's fourth relationship after. Is that what I said before? <laughs> we like, can add it. It's going to go to like 12. Yeah. Well, what, what, is, what is this ship called? Janko, right? Janko. 
Yeah, so this is a very janky ship. Yeah, that's why it's going to work. Don't laugh at it. Don't encourage it. That was a pity laugh. Okay, let's talk uh, Tom. How, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I would say, the second most popular Marco ship, Tom Tomco, um, in the fandom. Uh, Tom and Marco, yes, people ship it. I think the big episode supporting this is Friend Enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where they're dating, right? They in that song episode. a song together. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle, would you? Where? Do, who? Who likes who, if any? And uh, are they going to date? Oh, they both got chemistry. They both, I think, have an equal amount of interest in each other. I think the the thing that just tears this wide open is that they both know Star is way cooler than either of them. So, of course, <laughs> they're going to want to go hook up with her first. But if Star was not there, I think there is some real potential for them to you know have a nice life because they do have chemistry okay at least there's chemistry um april do you do you feel the chemistry that the the tomco chemistry of course since day one like what is day one of tomco by the way when did this originate blood moon ball yeah okay yeah, so you, the the biggest Starco episode people read is the Tomko. Interesting. Okay, exactly. Um, how could you not? <laughs> <laughs> like Marco, like gazed upon Tom and was like, "I I'm gonna love this man. I need to punch him in the face." Oh my <laughs> like, god! Yeah. Hate and love are both very strong emotions and very close together. So I exactly. Uh, There's a very fine line, and mm-hmm. I think and I think the same could be said about Tom towards Marco. He's just like. He's like, it's not so much that Star is hanging out with Marco, but it's the fact that Star is hanging out with Marco and I want to hang out with Marco. Uh, So that's why he's like, I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to say that Marco is the person that makes me the most angry so that I'm forced to spend uh, an entire evening with him. I'm going to learn all about him. I mean, mm -hmm. he went through the effort of learning all about Marco for that one evening together. He brought so, that guy back from the dead just exactly. for Marco. That takes energy. That people. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just going to continue to progress into something beautiful. Also, Tom was wearing Marco's hoodie. And yes, Star gave it to him. But how? How? yeah, he kept it. He was like, this is Marco's hoodie. I'm going to wear Marco. it. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So, it's real. Alex, it's real, right? <laughs> come on alex, come on, alex uh, tell me well, i'm wrong the, there's more here than Jana. i'll give you that <laughs> there's so much uh, on, on which uh, side uh, um i i think it's mutual although i think tom has a stronger attraction to marco than marco does to tom like like i i feel like tom it, it came from a place of jealousy but then it morphed into a different kind of passion like jealousy comes from passion, <laughs> kind of passion. So like yeah. it, it, so it just kind of like morphed into something else uh, you guys have already mentioned the biggest thing like friend enemies uh, the, the only thing i can remember from recent episodes like in stump day they have that little little fight and like tom is asking marco for like uh, validation tell, like yeah. like tell me i'm a good boyfriend you know yeah so it's like t- so that tom, i can be a good boyfriend to you exactly <laughs> But yeah, like Tom seems to want like uh, approval from Marco, and it doesn't. It, at least I don't see it the other way around. So I, I think it's stronger on Tom's side personally, 
And I definitely think there's something there since they share several interests, including Star. But <laughs> <laughs> primarily, it Star, yeah. yeah. But but th- th- there's something there for sure. I think uh, Tom might just be a little more insecure about his feelings than Marco too. How can someone be more insecure than Marco? <laughs> because I, I, Marco's I, oblivious about his feelings, though. A lot of times. Like, I suppose. I was going to say, Marco is a little bit more, like Michelle said, oblivious to his feelings for Tom. And so he has yet to be insecure about them. Like, now that he knows, or now that he's, quote unquote, come to the realization that he, he's in love with Star, or he likes her, or whatever, now he's, like, super insecure. And yep. so, and same with, like, Jackie. Whenever Jackie found out, he, like, had his, like, moments and all um, the naysayer and everything like that. And so I think once he's like, realizes that, oh, my gosh, Tom is the one for me, <laughs> then, <laughs> then he will also, ha- he'll, he'll, like, he'll have to stumble through it like he does everything else. So, yeah, but he'll find his stride with Tom for sure. Okay, so you guys are saying season four, it's happening, <laughs> Tomko. I, I the think last the, great relationship. The, the biggest reason this can work <laughs> is because Marco always wears a red hoodie, and Tom lives in hell. So you know, like it's it, it's like destined to happen. Don't yeah. match. <laughs> That's okay, the big yeah. evidence here. Yeah, yeah like exactly. Him. Okay, I think it's it's it's, it's destiny. Yeah, um, I agree. This is more there on uh, Tom's side, if anything. So. Uh, I think that this is uh, four for four on romantic feelings for Marco. That's my that's my take on it. Yes, uh, J- Jana disputed, but um, Jana, Jana disputed. Jana, I guess Jana I think, was I mean, tied amongst us. So. Tom is. I think Tom is easily just as disputed if Jana is disputed. Like they're both kind of circumstantial evidence things, but um, there's at least a lot of people that read them as romantic on all four so far. And let's add a fifth here, Hecapoo. <gasps> yeah, of course, Hecapoo is going to be there. Yeah. yeah. This list. You made this. I'm number one Hekapu fan, and uh, yeah, we we got the two Marco Hekapu episodes, and Mm -hmm. uh, both of them feature. There's this dynamic with adult Marco and uh, normal Marco, and uh, adult Marco and Hekapu, I think, have clear romantic chemistry. I think it's clear on Hekapu's side. In that last episode, she said, uh, what, I can't, you know, I can't resist your adult voice. So, Mm -hmm. like, uh, can, can't be more clear than that. Uh, Michelle, you, Markapu, are you in? <sighs> okay, to be clear, she definitely <laughs> does not have a thing for 14 year old Marco, but like, yeah, he's got abs for days when he loves <laughs> the adult version. Like, she totally digs him. And I think he, like, kind of digs her too. Cause, like, he wouldn't use his adult voice if he didn't know what it was going to do to her. So he, like, knows. They both know. They both they both know it's a thing, and they yeah. just are like, "This can't happen because it's really yeah." Weird. Yeah, that's basically the situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hecapoo's like, "This can't happen because of Star." Oh but, yeah, well maybe yeah. that too. But did it happen in uh, in Running with Scissors? Like during the thirty years or whatever? Like, uh, did that ever happen, Michelle? I don't know because like he only ever caught up to the original at the very oh, end, yeah, right? So like he was just mm. with all for her fake ones for thirty years. It could be a thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know how that works. Maybe, but. I don't know. <laughs> April, Mar- Markapu. Oh, for sure. Um, for both of them, they definitely, like, they, they, and they, they're already essentially in a relationship, but they understand that there's this weird, like, dimensional age difference, which is why they're both, like, 
super hesitant, but I mean, like, H poo, muscles, like, they've got the little pet names for each other. And then even, like, Marco himself said, um, going around and closing portals is, are the best times that I've had since I've gotten to Muni with you. Like... He called out that hanging out with her is just so much more satisfying. And then whenever, like, he's sort of blowing her off her star, she's getting all defensive about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they they definitely, like, want each other bad. So. <laughs> Definitive terms. <laughs> Alex. The, the tension is palpable. Yeah. Um, uh, in addition, like they, especially in nightlife, they they frame that entire episode almost as if Marco is like cheating on Star. He's like sneaking out to go hang out with yeah, Ekapu in yeah. the middle of the night. The forbidden love. And, and, like co- co- comes back like, oh, I was uh, fishing. Oh <laughs> so, my god, like, that's, that's the true. classic cheater's excuse. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and, and also like even as a as a like young Marco, like Hecapu doesn't exactly show like a disgust toward him either because they're like hanging out at a bar together and Marco in his normal state. And the, and the, also, like, Marco, is, on his side, like, he gets jealous when Hecapu invites the, that Raven Talon oh, guy. Oh, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> like, we don't, we don't need this bro around. He's, like, he's getting jealous that Hecapu's inviting a third member into the bedroom, you know? And uh, also... Whoa, uh, slow down. <laughs> well, my candle, Marco. Okay, slow down, guy. <laughs> yeah. so, so, yeah, I, I do think there's, there's something there. Uh, I... I almost want to say that it's more Marco than Hecapu because uh, I think Hecapu is able to control herself more like he she limits it to when it's adult Marco whereas Marco I think the attention is there all the time no matter what so I, I think this is more of a Marco leaning relationship than Hecapu mm, I mean it's it may, may maybe more but uh this is definitely both sides like this is uh this is like way more explicit than even the Jana crush which i think is pretty clear intent on the show this is like uh this is what those two <laughs> episodes are about and it's really weird that that they did this but it's great and those are two of the best episodes it, of the show oh yeah this is my favorite oh, thing yeah, yeah. So this is the only mark is the only thing that would be acceptable outside of starkville this is the, this is it, but yeah. Uh, yeah, this so we're five for five on people liking Marco because uh, yeah. So you see what I mean because we haven't even talked about Starco yet, and that's gonna make it six for six. So uh, oh. although I do, even... I, well, I do want to ask this: What does Hecapu actually like about Marco? Is it just the superficialness of it? Is it the fact that he he's like open to helping, or like what exactly is attracting? Because Alex, Hecapu, we weren't there for those thirty years. Well, like Hecapu has existed for thousands <laughs> of years. Like, there needs to be something tenace, special like, for Marco to, to stand out. I think April's right. Yeah, he he was like he went after her. Mm-hmm. Like he was years. for thirty years. He was determined to find her. Like you don't just like ignore that someone who's you know been pursuing you for thirty years. Like yeah. <laughs> show just, something special in the person. Uh, I th- yeah, I think the point. I think tenacity. I think yeah. running with scissors says the main thing is that he's the one that like uh, put in that much effort. I, I mean, I also think Hekabu like uh, finds uh, Marco's like childishness endearing and stuff like that. Um, you can read into some other things, but at least that's that was what Running with Scissors says. 
Yeah, because I just think like Hecapu is the most mature of the people that we have here in our serious relationships. I'm just wondering, like, what would make her attracted to Marco? I think like, Marco, that, Marco's that, like an escape escapism from Hecapu's normal magic duties, like her immortal too. being yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, like Marco's like her fun little side thing. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I think that's what the show is genuinely presenting. Like that's a, and it's weird that this is pretty explicit. Anyway, uh, Starco, you know, we talk about it enough. So yeah, they're in love. The end. Yeah. yeah. So you know, six there you for go. six. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Starco, it's happening in season four, right? Yeah. No. We're not going to get it. It would be dragged out if it wasn't. They're going to drag it that's, out. That's what they're <laughs> going to. Not, uh, they're gonna drag us all through the mud. There's, I, the only thing I demand is some big Starco moment at the end of three B. Like, uh, it needs to happen. Like, like what, what, what's the big moment? Just a hug we've already had. Kiss, kiss. Poop noses. No, not no. too, kiss too intense. Poop noses. But, I would not be. Come on. Yep, but, be hold on. So <laughs> that would that would explain how we end up back on Earth. Like, let's say Marco's just like starts because I love you. He kisses her and he's like, okay, well, um. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna go back to Earth. Bye. I don't know, okay, Bye. I don't know if it's a given we're going to Earth, but this is you know, we don't really know what's happening past three. No, we yeah. really don't. We don't even know what's happening like past where Later we are. The season, are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, Eclipse. But besides that, who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. Speaking of Eclipse, anyway. Okay. Oh, so no, no. Six, six, six contenders here, and you all were doubting my everyone thirsty for Marco, but there's six of the main characters of the show, and everyone likes Marco. I have a bunch of less this is ser- false. What's 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 false? We we we've established it. Okay, you dispute. Okay, you you put in your dispute. You put in your dispute for Jana, but at the very least, there are a lot of people that uh, believe it. Okay, but they're wrong. Jana is not thirsty. Oh yeah, I would. I don't know if I, uh, thirsty for Jen. I think maybe uh, Jen and Tom are the le- most disputable here. But um, you know, it's it's. Oh, uh, Tom's not disputable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get out of I like, here. I feel like our preferences are showing more than anything, which I don't. I don't disagree with, but uh, I think it's clouding our judgment. Okay, yeah. let's... Also, in the present, Jackie isn't thirsty for Marco. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, although, I mean, we still think he probably, we, we all still said she liked him, but broke up with him for like bettering herself and maturity reasons. So like in theory, she still is trying to get over Mark or whatever now. Um, but thirsty is a strong word. Anyway, let's get into less serious contenders because there's still a lot of characters on the show that probably like Marco that we haven't even talked about. I want to start with Higgs, uh, because, uh, Higgs is a main character, right? And, uh, she is, is uh, Do no, you remember, it's not a maker. Do you remember who Higgs is, first of all? I had to look uh, her up again. I did I as well. Yeah. She isn't oh that one supermarket episode? Yeah, she's yeah. the squire. Oh, quest by, duh. Jeez. She's the squire for Sir Stabby. And yeah. I only I know that because I literally yeah. looked it up like 10 minutes ago because I knew we were going to like get into this. And I was like, wait, who is Higgs again? Okay, so can't I forget Higgs. But she's oh my not. Gosh. Higgs no. is very important, and uh, oh, a lot I'm of sure fans like Higgs and uh, ship her with Marco. Uh, huh? Michelle, is there anything there? No, she's all okay. <laughs> her name's Higgs. She's a squire. She's cute, short hair, and she calls you can't, him. A you can't nerd say the name. Is... She calls him a nerd, and I'm gonna crush you, little sad boy. Way not in a cute way. It's the same <laughs> as Jenna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, from my side. Look, look, Dylan, I'm on your side with Jana, but I'm not on your side with Higgs. (laughs) 
Are you saying <laughs> that Higgs just hates Marco and no! there's no tension there? But she does not have affection for him. He's an obstacle. Does not have affection for him, and he does not have affection for her nope. at all. Yeah. Look, there's not enough time to make this real yet, but I'm just saying, if if they were to have a second episode, it would 100 percent be canon. She I'm calls just, him a oh. nerd. He calls her a jerk. That's I do what not you. Know how it could be any that's less? What you call random. people when you like them. You call them nerds. Call them duh. jerks. Oh, yeah. I do that to people. Yeah. See, I'm convincing you. Y- y'all are very aggressive in your face. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> no, I, I, I did actually I did actually rewatch this episode and I pinpoint two moments that could potentially support this. First at the oh, very wow. beginning. Oh, no, I, oh, I, I, thank you, Alex. At, at the very beginning of the episode. <laughs> at the very beginning of the episode, Higgs says very seriously, a great squire is an organized squire. Now, you could justify that as, oh, he's, she's trying to lull him into a sense of comfort and whatnot. But maybe that was sincere. Maybe she actually recognized, oh, Marco's actually doing something that a normal squire would do, as opposed to my initial in, um, impression that Marco isn't a real squire, right? And then all the way at the end... You have the the knight complimenting Marco's choice of salami, and Higgs like get, sh- gives a face of jealousy. And jealousy, as is shown by Tom, is the first step in a ship. You, you got to be jealous of someone first before you develop feelings for them. So Marco there was you never go. Jealous of Star, though. Well, th- not all relationships start the same, Michelle. But that's why <laughs> Star goes perfect. Never yeah. get there. Some of them just so, end up. So, as Alex forever. has definitively shown, uh, Higgs Co. is canon. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is the two-way split on Higgs, at least. <laughs> two-way split. Uh, uh... We've just shown definitive evidence here. Come on. No, 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 uh... no. What? At the end of the day, if I have to base my case on salami, I don't think it's that okay, strong. Look, Higgs is a one-episode okay. character. Obviously, there's no, there's, you know, it, it, we're, we're speculating into the future. Anyway, let's talk more serious case I have for okay. Eclip- Eclipsa. More serious? Eclipsa may not be gay, but she's into monsters, yo. Like, Marco is not up her alley at all. He is not even the same species Whoa. has. Could you? Okay, but he's hold the on same a species second. as her. So here's my thing. I <laughs> I have mixed feelings about Eclipsa because part of me wants to be like, like, oh, it's super cute because she's like fascinated with him because she's maybe she's never really like seen a human before. But then there's also this part of me that's just like, look, you guys, we cannot interpret her innocence and her sort of uh, behavior as flirtation and anything more because she, one, she's married. Yes. Like, <laughs> how do you forget that? She's though? probably well, widowed. Probably, dead. yeah. <laughs> that's that's that. fair, but. But she's also been like asleep for a hundred years, so like she's she's just like you know she's just so innocent, and Look, we can't. Let's, let's get into the evidence because okay. there's there's firm evidence here. And, okay. Uh, there's okay. the karate the karate dance, right? Okay. Yeah, Alex, do you remember? Is that t- the only evidence you have? No, t- tell it. <laughs> remind our remind me and listeners what the, what the, what was up with that. Uh, well, uh, Marco is frightened. <laughs> And Eclipsa sure. says, oh, that's a cute move. Is that, is that how you're going to protect yourself from me? And that's the entirety of no, the No, no, no. And, and then later at the dance, right, like, uh, isn't it like they, someone told someone or is that the Kelly? I don't know. What? Because they, they, they do the they do it at the um, Monster no, Ball, right? Yeah, no, that's the that's Pigeon Man. 
Yeah, the, the eclipse is uh, yeah. Oh, we should have added Pigeon Man to this. Oh, we should have added Rich Pigeon. Wow. I, <laughs> I forgot think about Rich remembered Pigeon. it wrong. Is Rich, yeah, Pigeon, no. is Rich Pigeon into Marco? Um, um, Rich Pigeon's too busy. Being yeah. rich? Yeah. Yeah, being yeah. rich. Rich Pigeon yeah. used to has a lot of Anyway, let's, let's no, leave yeah, it to e- the... Eclipse and Marco have had one, the, one yeah. minute together one, in this entire yeah. show. Yeah, so it's what that one minute shows proves to me is that Eclipse thinks Marco is funny and, like, cute. There you go. But, again, she's been in, like... I guess crystallized for hundreds of years. She's probably never seen a human. Like she's obviously interested. Okay. So I guess I'm kind of making your point. She's obviously <laughs> interested into things that aren't of the same, like being as her. So, cause we all, I'm know- not, I'm not saying these are like deep romantic feelings and they will last. I'm just saying this is, she's bemused by Marco. It's like, oh, is a good word. Okay, she's, yes. she's like, oh, you remind me of uh, a boy I would have liked when I was your age. What? Like no! That. She's, no, she did not <laughs> like, say that. Like a person who's never seen a bumblebee would be staring at it under a microscope. Oh, look at one that. Of, one is, of the two. One of what the is two. that? It's <laughs> not romantic at all. It's just like, huh, you're so weird. That's not saying it's romantic. I'm just There's some sort of, uh, there's a bemusement, which is a uh, cousin of affection there. So there you go. Um, like a fifth. Or something. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying is there's people that ship this, Jeff. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, I understand other person ship it, but that doesn't mean they're right. Right. We can't give them false. There's something false. there. There's something there. Okay, let's move on to uh, someone who's definitely obsessed with Marco. Oh no, like Miss Haynes. Oh, uh, when I saw this on your list, I like had to like just like drink some water. Because Michelle, please tell me how Miss Haynes is not obsessed with Mark. I'm not going to say she's not, but she like really hates him and she's like really old and like, it's just not. I Okay. The thing is with, <laughs> the thing is with Miss Haynes and Marco, she's not, she's not obsessed with him as a person. She's obsessed with what he stands for. And that's like a very different thing. It's not about Marco. It's about what he represents as a princess to other princesses. And it's no more than that. I but would yeah. argue her fixation has gone beyond that and is now specifically focused on Princess Marco. I'm I'm actually on Dylan's side here. I think this is the mo- <laughs> I, I, th- 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 this is more serious of a ship than Higgs and Eclipse, okay? Because at, at Higgs least and Eclipse, with- ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, because oh. those those, oh. those are fake ships. But at least with Hanes, <laughs> there's, there's there's an obsession, and obsession it can can develop in, into something more sinister, uh, and or something just different but like the, the, there is a, a route there for a relationship to happen at, at some point in the near future plus, plus the fact that now, now she's meteora she's not heinous anymore so the, the, this character can go, undergo a lot of different changes and who knows maybe she'll be receptive to princess marco and her new her new message all of a sudden i don't want to like age shame but like i do think it would be really bad if they got together because she's like at a very different place in her life than he is. <laughs> Obviously, Michelle does. I wonder who her mother is. She's in no, no. place to start a relationship. No. <laughs> well, I, actually, I, I, I do want to ask something just sort of related to this. Are Hanus and Gem- Gemini together? No, I don't know. He's just like a helpful. He's, he's a hen- like a henchman. Gem- Gemini yeah. wants that to be a thing. But she does uh, not. Yeah. No way. Okay. That's the, di- that's the dynamic. Know. 
And now, um, what would Marco and Gemini work? Because I think almost those two are like more <laughs> kin to each oh other. Oh my god, I would so they're, they're both, ship that over. They're both sidekicks, right? And yeah. they're, they're, they're both mm. kind of like bumbling compared to their. I can't believe friends. I didn't put Gemini on this list. Wow. But Gemini doesn't know Marco as a sidekick. He only knows Princess Marco, well, who is he, a leader. Uh, she stands for individuality. <laughs> That's Look, in a relationship, you got to get to know each other. Yeah, exactly. you, you learn more about the deeper what if side learned, of personalities. But what if uh, Gemini learns that about Marco and decides he's not into Marco anymore? Like, Well, that's the trial stages of a relationship, yeah, you know? Exactly. Like, you, yeah, you might find see. details that, like, turn oh, you off, but you got to try. Mm-hmm. I'm so okay. on board with this, yes. <laughs> okay. The ship has appeared. This is maybe the stupidest thing we've ever talked about on this podcast. But <laughs> it wasn't stupider than the eclipse ship. No, that was legitimate. That was legitimate. Um, so we all we agree. Miss Hayne is obsessed with Marco. She is unhealthily yes. obsessed with Marco. Yes, yes. Marco so has no feelings. This is an unhealthy there. ship, but a ship nonetheless. Uh, okay, very, very okay. Rapid fire, pony head. Um, okay. No, she's yes. only interested in Marco so that uh, Star and Marco don't end up together. Exactly. She is the cock block. <laughs> now, on the other hand, in the most recent episode, at the end, he she says, like, I'm sorry I was hard on Earth Turd, although not really because he's improved as a person because of my criticism. So Ponyhead <laughs> is actively helping Marco to be a better person. And that is the basis of a healthy relationship. She she's just taking about credit for it. Well, or yes. she's <laughs> actively trying to turn him into something that she could... Uh, legitimize in her head for being interested in. Yes! I love that! That makes so much sense with Ponyhead logic. <laughs> sure. But in the end, the point is Ponyhead is exerting her influence on Marco, and therefore there is a, a potential for a relationship here, and a this is not oh, too serious. A sneaky one. Were you trying yeah. to change this one? Okay, look, Ponyhead has uh, affection for Marco, not, mm-hmm. nece- not really romantic, but deep down, despite her constant insults. I think Look, that's the... what's the yeah, difference okay. here between oh, yeah. this, this ship and Jana's ship? They're both crazy. There is no difference. Right, it's a similar. It's a similar dynamic to Jana. It's the insulting, teasing someone uh, because you actually like them deep down. I think Jana, the show, is presenting as more of a romantic thing because I think the show is very straight uh, perspective. But uh, the the Ponyhead thing is is probably not being presented as that. Yeah, I do think that Ponyhead's uh, treatment of Marco, especially in earlier seasons, was more mean-spirited. But at the same time, the show has given us episodes of them interacting and learning more about it. We also had that pizza episode where they eventually learned to get along. So I just think that there's more of a basis there for a relationship between Ponyhead and Marco than there well, is. Okay, in, 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 if we're like, if we're actually, if, <laughs> if it's who could have a successful relationship instead of who has uh, latent romantic feelings, I think these are separate questions. I agree, maybe no, Ponyhead and Marco would work out oh, more. I, I only yes. ship rela- relationships that are going to be successful. Oh, uh, that, Alex, that's logical, but Alex, only, no, Alex only ships okay, uh, things that are healthy. And, Got it. Yeah, you need to have crazier <laughs> OTPs. That's that's well, what I'm saying. You have to have multiple is, OTPs. My OTP is Calco, and they will last forever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. Nope, you okay. need more than one. <laughs> uh, t- Tad, Tad, and Marco are bros in Tad's, uh, in Tad's mind. Yeah, Tad thinks yeah. they're best friends, right? Yeah. 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 So does this, Tad? Does Tad love Marco? Yeah. This is all Tad. Yeah, but but he loves him. 
That's yeah, I, I think that's fair because he did notice a lot about how into Marco started. Okay. And when you really like someone, you notice stuff like Michelle, that. Michelle, I've noticed a pattern that whenever I bring up a stupid uh, gay ship, you're into why it in a stupid straight ship. Why is it a stupid gay ship? Why is it a lovely gay ship? <laughs> These are all stupid ships, stupid? Michelle. Every single thing we've talked about. Oh, that includes Starko, then. Not, tar- the not Starko. You really want okay. to think you're I apologize to um, the Starko gods, not Starko. Okay. The, the, the specific oh, line Tad gives is, I've been watching you all exactly. night. Exactly. See? Ooh. Okay, so I think, I think the Tad-Marco relationship is one where, like, uh, Marco just keeps friend zoning Tad, but Tad wants it to be more than wants yeah. to be more than friends. But he keeps putting himself back into the friend zone. Like he just keeps setting himself up for it until eventually Tad's like, "Look, I can't do this to myself anymore." And Marco's like, "Look, I've given you nothing. Like <laughs> I've given you nothing." <laughs> I don't know how we're analyzing this so, so much. So good, I love it. Well, I, I just thought you like, asked this is for this, Dylan. You wrote him down. You wrote his name down. This list He's you gave us. List, this is literally the ship in a in a movie where a guy is staring through a bush to another uh, person. Yeah, he has people watching the crap out of Marco. Yeah. So Tad is obsessed with Marco again, though. There's another one who uh, obsessed with Marco. Um, Rubariat, Full Duke, and Mime. No. This is no. like a uh, sister wives situation. <laughs> <laughs> All of them at the same time, yeah. Um, no, oh Jackie God. talks about the cute mime. Oh, yeah. So. The mime's too good for Marco. Yeah, it's so spool Duke. They they got their own thing going on. Not necessarily with each other. They just they have their own lives. This is the only. They all like Marco though. That's he's, true. He's fine. He's they're not resistance a, brothers. Like yeah. sure, but they're not in love with him. I guess R- Ruberiat has a slight chance in that he wrote the song about Star and Marco, so like he knows yeah. a lot more about Marco's personality than than either of those other two. But so like Ruberiat would have wait, Ruberiat's the direction he, you're going. That's, the, <laughs> that's the one I wouldn't have. Star and Marco. Why would he do that if he really liked Marco? Because uh, he wants to support his love, like even if he or can't be with him, he was know, trying he's... to sabotage. Uh, oh. Is Ruberi at the true villain of the season? Is he that what's is, happening? Actually. Wow. I mean, he was definitely a villain in that episode. <laughs> he was not <laughs> a villain in that episode. He should have run that song past Star instead of just. Yes, he should have run the song past Star. But he did it. Is I? Why? Okay. So, uh,. We're, to end, let's go around the horn. Tell me one Mar- Marco ship that you're now more in on after our discussion than before. What have you learned from this podcast? <laughs> is what I'm asking, Michelle. What what are you what are you more into now? What what's the name of the henchman? The heinous henchman. Gemini. <laughs> that wasn't what it was. I'm so hundred percent there for that. <laughs> that wasn't on the list. Now. <laughs> okay, we've invented a new ship here. I'm glad. April, what what do you now support? What do I now support that I didn't before? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, what, what have you seen the light on? Oh, Ponyhead and Marco, for sure. <laughs> you convinced you. Wow. It's true. It's true. Alex. Uh, I'll join Michelle. I, I went to this Gemini ship all of a sudden. <laughs> I was trying to be different. We all want Gemini and Marco to be together. <laughs> That's the only crack ship that makes sense. Uh, of course, I, w- I will never stop shipping Kelly and Marco. So, like, uh, but nobody's ever going to move me on that. And uh, I-, I guess I see more of the Hecapoo ship. Like before, it, like the age difference is always a bit of a of a trick there. But I-, I think enough evidence was presented for me to be like, okay, this is a legitimate ship. 
That's one of the that's one of the show presentation ones. Yeah, um, uh, I had not thought given an, an iota of of brain power to Tad and Marco, but now I've been convinced. Okay, so there you go. That's a, <laughs> You're I thought about it for once. Yeah, thank you, April. <laughs> um, here's I think that we have proven my thesis correct because for almost all of these people, we have said that they are either obsessed or have romantic feelings for Marco. Well, all the non-serious ships are obsessed. All the serious ships, it seems to be initiated by Marco. Eclipse is not obsessed, though. Eclipse, yeah, Eclipse, is yeah. Not Eclipse, is, Eclipse, Higgs, the, Higgs, we think there's probably nothing there, but that's up to interpretation based on the very little evidence we have. Based Eclipse, on uh, how Eclipse is like Marco. amused with Marco. Hainus and Ponyhead, uh, or Hainus and, yeah, and po- Ponyhead are. Uh, no, Hainus and Tad are. And Tad, Tad are, yeah. Hainus and Tad. And then uh, Ta- and then Ponyhead, who knows? And then we didn't really get into the Resistance members. So uh, this is a high success rate of having strong feelings for Marco. Is what I'm is what I'm getting at here. Yeah, Marco's Marco's harm is real. It's very real. It's real. Also, I I was thinking about this too, in that it's almost like it's a Marco having a harem is like a nod to anime too, because there's a lot of like ha- like harem animes that exist. So. Just wanted to throw that out there because I know. Uh, yeah, they're. I think they're doing it on purpose. I, th- I think. Oh this yeah, is, for yeah. sure. Now that I think about it, <laughs> it's, it's like it. Ju- yeah, most of the examples we've cited for a lot of these characters are like within the past uh, season of episodes. I think this is an intentional troll thing from the show, and uh, it's just an increased layer on top of our constant Starco trolling from yes. from the from the crew. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, this is an added layer. All these people interested in Marco, but uh, it's it's another barrier between the, the OTP Starco. See, I tied I tied it all to Starco in the end. Oh, you you liked that, right, Michelle? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let us know what we convinced you on. What's the real Marco OTP? And uh, do you want to join Marco's harem? Let us know in the comments. Uh, whether, <laughs> who's the Who's the president of the harem here? Marco. Marco, but he doesn't Marco. know. He's you can't be president of your own twist. fan club. He Jeez. doesn't know he is. Uh, um... Oh, oh, I, I know Ferguson and Alfonso. <laughs> yeah, oh, we talk about <laughs> them. Wow. Oh my god. Appropriately, we did, we forgot about Ferguson and Alfonso. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, rest in peace to the ships of uh, Ludo and Glossrick. I, I know that yeah. there was something of that in season one, but they've just kind of disappeared as ships since then. They sunk appropriately. Uh, Oscar, Oscar too. I I think there was a brief time where we were shipping Marco and Oscar. Again, sunk appropriately. Yeah, I haven't thought of Oscar in a long time. There you go. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Tell tell us, uh, are you joining the Marco Haram? Um, and uh, what do you think about it? Uh, let us know, uh, and let us know what you thought of this very serious podcast in the comments, overlyanimated.com, YouTube comments, and subscribe to Not Miss Our Future Star Podcast. We will see what nonsense the Disney XD Twitter account puts out for season 3B. Um, Is it any more nonsense than what we've said? Yes. Probably. This podcast was more legitimate than the announcement of the announcement. That's my hot take. I agree with that. That's wow. a pretty. I don't know. It's a pretty hot take. Look, yeah. ships are very serious business. <laughs> this is very serious business. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, the yeah, come, 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 tell us uh, which Marco ship we're wrong about on Discord. Overlyanimated.com slash Discord. We have a Starverse channel, 
and uh, all the serious shipping discussion will happen there. Uh, support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Brendan, a.k.a. Kells. And thanks as well to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Uh, also, please suggest future um, star uh, roundtable discussions, much like this one, specific uh, kind of topics you want us to get into about the show, even though it looks like we might be back uh, with new episodes at some point. Who knows what star date Pearl. this is going to be. Star Pearl. Starch. They're probably Starch. announcing April. Yeah, I think Disney star announces Pearl. as well. This is, this, is outdated, this is outdated discussion anyway, in when these people are listening. But um, yeah, so uh, tell, tell us what we should talk more about about Star and subscribe to not miss our future Star podcast. Good job, guys. Uh, we've successfully spent over an hour talking about Marco's Aram. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> what an accomplishment for us all. <laughs> and thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Adios.